This is the KFDM Morning Show podcast from the most watched morning team in Southeast Texas. Jefferson County Grand Jury has indicted two men accused of pointing guns at a Beaumont police officer. Those indictments for aggravated assault on a peace officer against 19-year-old Reginald Guillory and 18-year-old Jalen Nixon. Police arrested Nixon July 3rd, the day of the crime. Guillory reportedly jumped from a third floor window at Glen Oaks apartment on Dowlin Road. He surrendered to police two days later. This is video of him at the police station. He didn't have anything to say to our photographer before police drove him to jail. Officers responded to a civil standby during the morning of July 3rd at Glen Oaks. They tried to make contact at an apartment where the original call came from. And according to the indictment, the officers knocked at the door, identified themselves. The door opened and two men were standing there with guns pointed at the officers. That's when an officer heard the click, but the gun didn't fire. If convicted, both men now face up to life in prison. A Beaumont man has been indicted for three aggravated robberies. 20-year-old Mikhail Bolton accused of carjacking a man at gunpoint at the French Road Apartments on June 25th. Then on June 28th, Bolton tried to pull off two robberies at two bank ATMs. Authorities say he showed up to the Beaumont Education Credit Union on Laurel in that stolen car and held a gun to the head of a woman at the ATM and demanded money. 11 minutes later, he tried to rob a man at the Community Bank ATM on Delaware. That victim refused and Bolton drove off empty-handed. Suspect was later arrested after ditching the stolen car at Lucas in Delaware. Beaumont police this morning searching for a repeat robber who's on the loose. The department releasing surveillance images of the man holding up the LNP market on Washington Boulevard and Fanette Road back on July 14th. Police say he returned this past Sunday and hit the clerk over the head with a handgun. A side-by-side look at the suspect. Police say he's between 5'6", five, 5'8", five, skinny, wore the same blue and black jacket both times, carried a black handgun each time, and left running south after both crimes. If you have any information, you're asked to call Crime Stoppers 833-TIPS. You could earn a cash reward, and you won't be asked your name. Community leaders in Port Arthur are working together to stop violence on the streets. Chick Shooter L.D. Ray was there yesterday afternoon when the group met in the courtroom of Justice of the Peace Tom Gillum III. They're inviting the public to an event this coming Saturday, including a parade involving first responder vehicles and several balloon releases. They will also hand out resource books with information about organizations that can help with crime questions and mental health issues. Whatever the need is, you open up this book and you can find an address or a telephone number 24-7 that you can get this help. That's another major thing that we're doing with Port Arthur United for Change. A cooking fire that started in a kitchen ended up burning at least three Texas homes. Police in Tarrant County say this fire started Tuesday after a group of people were cooking. The fire grew intense enough to spread to two more homes. Some grass in the area also burned. People inside the first home able to safely evacuate. No reports of any injuries. Fire officials say wind, low humidity and dry ground. All factors in why the fire spread so quickly. One homeowner said she lost everything in the fire. That's all my everything. I mean, I, I, I'm still at a loss for words. I just don't, I don't know what to say. I, I, I guess I can look at the positive side and get rid of a lot of stuff I didn't want to have to mess with. 
Southeast Texas firefighters never know what dangers they may face, but they know this time of year one danger is, of course, the heat. Aaron Mack shows us how firefighters are tackling these brutally hot working conditions. Firefighters brave fire without hesitation. It's a tough job mixing the summer heat and it's a whole other ball game. We deal with a lots of heat and humidity here in Southeast Texas. And one of the things that we push out is uh, get our employees to hydrate uh, early and often. White says the department wants firefighters to limit caffeine intake, work shorter stints, and take more breaks. We understood that, hey, let's not do that. Nobody should be uh, subjected to long work periods and exposed to hazards in the work. This summer, we've experienced high temperatures and normal summer temps. The constant this time of year is the humidity. The heat index is pushing up to around 108 degrees. Factor in a fire suit that weighs more than 70 pounds and these firefighters are pushing their bodies to the max. It is our job to take care of them uh, on these incidents and to make sure that they're getting the best medical care that we can offer. And that care is mandatory for the workers to have a good baseline on their health and safety. Now we have mandatory uh, rehab on the incidents. Of course, we send them there, we hydrate them, we check their vitals, and of course, if we find elevated vitals, they don't go back to work. We send them for a little bit more medical care and just to make sure that we're taking care of our employees. And finally this morning, the James Webb Space Telescope on a 10-year journey in space, and now its journey will include a trip around the United States. Yeah, and stamp form. So U.S. Postal Service's latest forever stamp honoring the modern marvel, the largest and most complex telescope ever deployed in space. You can see an artist's depiction of the telescope itself with its gold-coated mirror segments making up a 21-foot-wide lens along with one of the dazzling photos from the telescope. The 60-cent stamp will be out in September comes in sheets of 20 and it'll cost you 12 bucks. And now, your daily weather forecast from the Southeast Texas Weather Authority. Good morning, everybody. I'm meteorologist Chad Sandwell. Here's a look at your forecast. It is Thursday, July the 28th, 2022. We'll continue to end July very quiet as far as the tropics go, but with high pressure to our north, we're going to continue to see an easterly flow here in southeast Texas, and that's going to keep rain chances pretty good chance today and tomorrow, tapering off a little bit as we head towards the weekend, and then we'll pick it back up again briefly on Monday. Overall, what we're going to be looking for, that easterly flow, increasing the moisture. There's not a lot out there this morning, but we are watching a few showers offshore. We're going to go with a 30% coverage of showers in the triangle today, 40% coverage of showers and a few thunderstorms up into the lake. So again, today, the lake's looking like a better shot. Yesterday, parts of Hardin County seeing over three inches of rain, with Coons nearly two inches of rain during the afternoon yesterday. Friday, I do believe the rain's a bit more widespread across the area, and then we'll see a few isolated showers Saturday before seeing what I think will be a mostly dry Sunday for most of us here in southeast Texas. Monday, we'll start to see a little bit of a breakdown in the ridge of high pressure, at least with an upper-level disturbance in the Gulf of Mexico. That is going to bring in the chance of moisture. Now, of course, uh, nothing tropically speaking that we need to worry about. It's just enough to allow that moisture to creep back in, and we'll be looking for about a 40% coverage of showers coming up for your Monday. Tuesday, Wednesday look pretty quiet into next week as a very large ridge of high pressure builds back in across the Midwest, and that should keep most of the country well above normal as far as temperatures go. But by the end of the week, it does look like Thursday into Friday we see a little bit of a breakdown of that ridge, and that should allow the chances for rain to return by the end of next week. Let's focus on the tropics, Gulf of Mexico, Caribbean, and the Atlantic. 
very, very quiet as far as tropical activity goes. And with the amount of Saharan dust that we're seeing in the Atlantic pushing into the Caribbean into early next week, it looks like the first full week of August, maybe the first 10 to 14 days of August, stay pretty darn quiet as far as the tropics go. So far, only three named storms. That's not totally unusual for July. August seems to ramp that period up, but at least the first several days of the month look to be pretty quiet as far as the tropics go, and that is certainly some good news. Recapping today's forecast, 30% coverage of showers in the Triangle, a little bit, little bit better coverage up into the lakes. We'll look for a 40% coverage there. Temperatures should be pretty close to where they were yesterday, lower to middle 90s in the Triangle, middle to upper 90s in the lakes. Don't forget you get your forecast anytime online at kfdm.com. And don't forget to download our free weather app. It's available on your iOS and Android devices. And you can follow us on social media. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. From the KFDM and Fox 4 Weather Center on this Thursday morning, I'm meteorologist Chad Sandwell. Have a great day. Thanks for listening. Join us again tomorrow for the KFDM Morning Show Podcast.